Welcome to the Using the Whole Whale podcast, where we learn from leaders about new ideas and digital strategies making a difference in the social impact world. This podcast is a proud production of Whole Whale, a B Corp digital agency. Thank you for joining us. Now, let's go learn something. Today on the podcast, we have an exciting conversation about Whole Whale's first and amazing 2021 nonprofit advertising benchmark study. And to talk through it today, we have our SEO manager, Kobe Langner, and Samin Pogoff, the senior data strategist at Whole Whale. How's it going, Kobe? How's it going, Samin? I'm going well. How are you? Great. Well, I... We've, we've put so much work into this and I'm so excited to be sharing it because it answers the fundamental question that is ultimately so very simple that we hear so often, but wow, did we have to do a lot of work to answer it, which is how much, how much should I spend on ads? How much should I spend on ads as, as a nonprofit? And I just, you know, frankly, I, I want to dive right into it like as quickly as possible. But before I get there, maybe Kobe, can you explain like, why did we do this? How did this come about? So it's a big question, right? How much should we spend on advertising? And there's probably so many factors that go into that equation. We found from, from our research that there's really not a lot of data out there about how much should we spend on advertising, or at least not data that's easy to find and easy to share. So we went out and found the data. There are actually 1.44 million 501c3 nonprofits in the United States. And that's a lot of nonprofits. So we wanted to sort through these nonprofits and say, um, how much, like, how can we find the benchmarks for how other nonprofits can or should be spending their advertising dollars? So from there, we narrowed down the field, field a little bit to one to $10 million in revenue. And that led us to 72,000 nonprofits. So from there, our sample size is 7,170 one, which is a pretty decent sample size for us to work from. So we looked at the some tax records form 990s from these 7,171 nonprofits to answer that question. Like how much are nonprofits spending on advertising based on a number of factors? And I think we got some, some pretty good insights, some pretty good takeaways from that. And I think it's important to note that this sample is actually a fully representative if you look at the criteria that we selected, which is between one and 10 million in revenue. And then we removed uh, things like uh, organizations that are you know, dependent on government grants, the membership organizations like golf clubs uh, and whatnot that have just you know, like different earned revenue models uh, associated with them because we wanted to find in our minds what most aligned with the nonprofits we see working out there in the public sector with awareness campaigns, with fundraising campaigns, with volunteers, and, and working on the ground with five or more employees uh, in, involved there. And so, you know, I'm excited to get to it. And maybe, uh, Samin, can you talk us through the high level findings we had there, our first finding about uh, ad budgets? Yeah. So, I mean, the main question here is how much should we spend, right? The million dollar question. 
And um, when organizations are trying to figure out the answer to this question, there are quite a few factors they should consider from finding comparable organizations to understanding what those organizations are spending on their advertising. And this question is especially important when we see that um, the organic reach on social platforms like Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn are um, kind of reducing. So the first decision for organizations is whether they do or do not spend money on advertising. Out of the 7,171 organizations in our study sample, 60% of them do indeed spend money um, on advertising and 40% don't. And so the question, should my organization spend on ads? Um, the answer for most of these organizations um, that have a revenue ranging between 1 million to 10 million is that yes, um, they do. And in terms of how much they should spend, um, with this study, we're trying to give our listeners an answer that's better than the usual, it depends. Um, one way to approach it is um, to, of course, um, start with a sample budget that matches the current mean spend of organizations that match yours. And what we found in this study is that there is a simple ratio of ad spend to revenue that can determine how much that spend should be. And looking at this ad spend for organizations that did have advertising, the over 4,000 organizations that um, reported advertising expense, um, we see that the median, the midpoint advertising spend is about $12,000 or around on average 1K per month. And the ratio of average ad spend to average revenue is about 14%. And the ratio of median ad spend to median revenue is 5%. Now, I will get into this a bit um, more in depth, but the, when you look at the distribution of um, the spend, um, you see that there are few big spenders. And that means that the distribution is quite skewed. And that is why it is important that when you're benchmarking, you actually stick with the um, ratio of median ad spend to median revenue as opposed to um, average. Yeah, it's such an important thing. There's, I feel like I've drilled it in enough times, but maybe it was in the earlier days of Whole Whale, where anytime I saw an average, I would just kind of, I would just kind of lose it. I would attack it. I never trust an average because if you have a Zoom call with ten people and suddenly Bill Gates shows up, you are all average millionaires or even billionaires in that case, and suddenly you make some terrible assumptive uh, guesses at what's going on. So we are. Uh, trying to pay attention to median. And I think that's an interesting finding uh, of that ratio. I was super surprised by that. I don't know what I expected to find, but I I, um, I thought it was interesting because it, it, it also held, as you'll find, for large and small organizations um, that are in the game. Moving on, though, you're, you're sort of alluding to the this distribution. We talk about the 80-20 rule. Can you explain some of that in the data, what we saw for distribution of ad spend? Absolutely. Like you were mentioning, there are a few large um, spenders over, spending over $1 million in advertising that can completely skew these numbers. Um, and when we look at the organizations that did um, have advertising spend, 4,325 of them, the data shows that the top 20% of these nonprofits spend 
um, about 80%, around 76 to be more accurate, of total advertising. This, um, as our listeners are probably already picking up on, kind of represents that um, parallel, the 80-20 rule, that the advertising spend distribution, <clears throat> sorry, um, shows that um, about 80% of this spend comes um, from about 23% of um, organizations. And this means that the 80% distribution has a long tail of smaller ad spends, organizations that have much smaller um, monthly spend on their advertising. And I think that's an important note because they're, the outliers are, are definitely in play here. And you, I was not surprised here because in financial modeling, financial distribution, you normally see that power law. And even sometimes an extreme power law, like so, you know, the the classic one percent of Americans have forty four percent of the wealth, and then you do ten percent, and they have ninety percent. So, you know, that type of uh, economic distribution made sense. But it was also interesting to see uh, we do have the entire dashboard and data available. The entire dashboard and data available for people that go to wholewhale.com/advertising. You can get the study there. I should note this is a <laughs> twenty one page study, real page turner. I guess, do you turn pages with PDFs? You can say page turner, right? <laughs> you scroll down pages. It's a scroller. It's a <laughs> All right. I'm glad we workshopped that. And then uh, for $5 or any whole whale you subscriber, we have the entire dashboard that you can play around with and manipulate uh, available. So you can see some of those like big spenders and, and look at how they may or may not compare to your organization. And I think, you know, that that's important. Moving on about finding number three, ad spend doesn't correlate to higher event income. What's this about? Isn't that interesting? So we were curious to see whether higher ad spend correlates with higher income from event fundraising. Um, What is reported for event fundraising income is tricky because even when income from event fundraising is reported, it's sometimes hard to attribute a donation to a fundraising event our donors might have attended. For example, a donor might go to a fundraising event and then later decide to give a large donation to our organization. Is this an income that you should report as um, an event income or not? And this um, donation could be basically allocated to a different line in your Form 990. Um, Out of the sample organizations in the study, um, 68% of them, 4,564 of them, listed event fundraising as an expense line. And out of the 68%, um, 58% of them reported event fundraising revenue in their forms. And when you segment this group that have full data on their event fundraising, by ad spend, meaning when you compare those that did have ad spend money and um, money spent on advertising and those that did not, we see that the difference in amount raised is actually pretty marginal. Um, And this finding might not necessarily be a huge revelation to our listeners, but what we find surprising is that the addition of um, advertising money didn't have a positive impact on event fundraising results. And the difference um, between the two groups on um, average, both in terms of the amount that they raised and the median cost per dollar that they raised is um, negligible. 
You know, it was interesting that I kind of had an assumption going in here that it would be positively correlated, Um, not necessarily causal, but I assumed also maybe causal in that, look, if Mm -hmm. an organization is spending ads and you're getting more people to show up, then you're going to have higher income for these. And that just didn't bear out. It was really helpful. And we should a big shout out to Cause IQ, CauseIQ.com, a leading nonprofit platform for data for looking up this amazing information was able like to to pull this. And so we could really uh, cross list it with, uh, you know, event fundraising data, profit margins and, and spend. And it was just fascinating. I feel like there was like a whole other report, you know, buried in this one. I was like, no, no, no. Stay focused, George. Stay focused, team, on the advertising. But we did take a mm-hmm. look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finding number four, older organizations are less likely to spend on ads. So this is actually pretty interesting because across um, all the different factors that we're um, looking at, the biggest determining factor of whether an organization has an ad budget or not is when they were founded. Our data shows that organizations founded in the 21st century are 7% more likely to spend on advertising. Um, About 62% of them reported that they are indeed spending on advertising. And these newer organizations are also spending more. Their median ad spend is $400 more than their older counterparts, even though they tend to be much smaller and have smaller revenues. A typical organization founded in the past 21 years um, has about half as many employees as those that were founded before year 2000. And they also reported on average $430 less in revenue. And one explanation for this might be that these organizations are more familiar with technology and more likely to leverage ads for that matter. This was something that I feel like Kobe pushed me on a little bit where we were just like, oh, I wish we could figure out like do older organizations and newer organizations have a difference in it. And we actually, again, jumped into Cause IQ, were able to find those data of year founded and parse the data that way. I think it's especially important to note because your first finding that you talked to us about, about saying how it's associated with sort of 5% of revenue, like you know, larger organizations should probably have a larger spend. So, you know, it may seem like, you know, small small marginal difference, uh, but that's actually uh, very counter to the trend originally that we saw, like larger org, more money, right? 5% of a larger number should be a larger number. Uh, And this is actually not the case. And so, you know, the one narrative, one narrative here is just about, you know, saying like, if you're founded in the era of internet, in the era of needing to reach an audience through digital marketing, you just are going to be slightly more predisposed predisposed. I can do this. Predisposed. I'm leaving. I'm not editing that. I'm I'm not ashamed. (laughs) Predisposed to more digital tactics in order to increase audience. And so that was, uh, that was fascinating. And also like just to put a bug in your ear, if you're listening as an organization, it's kind of silly to say that should be so causal and related, like just when you happen to have been founded, So hopefully when you're looking at the data, you can uh, think about how that's parsed out and maybe even ignore that as a decision because we're, regardless of when founded, all operating in the current landscape of digital resources, analytics, and advertising tools. All right. Number five, are we switching over uh, team, Team Kobe now? 
We're on Team Kobe. Okay. Give it to us. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> Fighting number five. So speaking of organization size, there are a couple of different ways that we investigated how the size of these nonprofits affected their advertising spend. So the first we looked at, and this is finding number five, is by their revenue size. So as aforementioned, this is only looking at nonprofits with that $1 to $10 million revenue range. So we drew a line down the middle and we said $1 to $5 million in revenue equals small and $5 to $10 million in revenue equals large. As you might expect, larger organizations are more likely to spend on advertising. Um, when it comes to the percentage of organizations that are spending any money on advertising, it's actually quite similar. Larger organizations are 63% likely to spend and smaller organizations are 60%. And that's spending any money on advertising. So 63% of large nonprofits spend money on advertising. 60% of small nonprofits spend on advertising. So it's not a huge difference in terms of who is and who isn't spending. The bigger difference here is that the larger organizations spent three times more in their median advertising spend than their smaller counterparts. So that's a difference of 33,000 for the larger organizations uh, versus 10,000 for the smaller organizations. So we know that it takes money to spend money. So that might explain why the larger organizations are spending more on their advertising dollars. But what we found interesting is the proportion of money spent in terms of the percent of their expenses is actually almost identical. So the ratio of the average revenue and the median ad spend is one to three for both the small and the large organizations. So the conclusion here is both large and small organizations are spending 5% of their revenue on advertising. So that's how we came around to this finding of, yes, larger organizations are more likely to spend on advertising. When it comes down to it, they're both spending about 5% of their revenue. And I think it's important that you took us on that journey of oh, large organizations spend three times as much when in fact, it's just a, a function of ratio to the size of revenue. The thing that surprised me here was that I kind of in the back of my mind had this bias of thinking that while they may be spending less, I thought like small, more scrappy nonprofits would be more likely to be sort of taking shots on goal and experimenting with ads, thinking that it would get them to be larger when in fact, the opposite was true, just in the sort of binary, do you spend or not spend? I thought this would be inverted. So the fact that 40% of small organizations under $5 million don't have ads and 36% don't have ads if you're over five, that struck me as interesting and, and actually a larger difference than I think it should be. Again, can't claim causal relationship. If you spend, do you get bigger? No, just because bigger organizations spend more doesn't mean that they got big as a result of that. It could be uh, now that rather than if then. Number six, number six, art organizations lead the pack in advertising. This surprised me. I was very surprised. So uh, because it, it's not how it initially represented. So Kobe, can you explain how you parsed this one out for us? Yeah. So we wanted to answer the question, 
are certain types of nonprofit organizations more likely to spend than other types, which I was really curious about. This is actually my favorite finding, but I'm also biased because it's one of my findings, so to speak. Uh, so what we did was in this data, we're able to see how nonprofits classify themselves. There are a couple different ways of classifying. One is called a NAICS code, N-A-I-C-S. That's used really across multiple sectors and it's self-identified. The one that's more specific to nonprofits is NTEE, NTEE codes. So we basically took the nonprofits and clustered them by their NAICS codes to see who is spending the most. And yes, that led us to see that the highest median advertising spend, the top group is performing arts companies. We actually looked at the top three groups and they are thematically pretty similar. So performing arts companies came in first. They have a median spend of 53.42,000. And second, this is a little nuanced, it's promoters of performing arts. So you have performing arts companies, then you have promoters of performing arts. That also includes sports and other events as well. And so both of these are related to arts, whether they are things like orchestras or symphonies or an opera, but it could also be um, organizations that are in some way promoting those things. So the promoters, uh, typical organizations in that category might be film festivals or music centers, or even uh, we saw Oklahoma Youth Exposition. So what's interesting is Yes, these types of organizations are spending the highest in terms of their median advertising spend. One reason, one hunch that I have about this is typically performing arts organizations or even sports organizations, they rely on tickets as a major source of revenue. So one of my hunches is if they're if you're relying on ticket spenders or if you're heavily relying on events and paying for those events uh, to produce revenue, um, you might fall into this category of spending a higher median on advertising. So that those would be our big spenders there is performing arts. Yeah, it didn't make sense. And it's an important uh, couple notes here is that you may be thinking to yourself, well, I thought 2020 was a weird year to spend. Uh, these data are from the two preceding fiscal years uh, because it was the abil ability for us to grab that from the 90s and the filing, which you know, if you're a nonprofit listening, lags <laughs> in terms of when it's released and is, is actually kind of fascinatingly released in tranches by the IRS. So this is from 2019 and 2018 fiscal years. And so kind of reported, aggregated and brought on. And, and one note about those sort of NTE, NAICS codes, um, the NA. ICS code is actually a cause IQ proprietary code that they have developed and tagged. And actually it's like pretty elegant because it actually gives a good bucketing for the uh, cause area that nonprofits fall into rather than the NTEE codes. And so cause IQ rolled those out and in the dashboard at wholewhale.com slash advertising in that dashboard, we allow people to filter by either or, but actually uh, have a little bit more of a bias toward the uh, NAICS because that's such an elegant way to to package that. So, 
Before we jump on to the next one, let's look also at who's at the bottom because it can be misleading to say, hey, the median is this. And so who is at the, the, the bottom edge of this, Kobe? So yeah, I wasn't sure what we would find in terms of who's spending the least on advertising. We actually found the group Grant Makers and Giving Services had a median advertising spend of $0. So again, median versus average, there's a little nuance there, but 74.8% of these organizations weren't spending any money on advertising. So that's the reason why that median value was down, brought down to zero. So nonprofits in these categories included things like foundations, healthcare research centers. Uh, a lot of them were related to funding uh, scientific research. So what's interesting, and perhaps the insight you could gather from this, if we can do that, is likely a lot of these types of organizations rely more on major gift fundraising fundraising than they do on crowdsourcing. So while the biggest spenders are relying a lot on selling tickets and crowdsourcing and smaller ticket sizes or donations or purchases, these nonprofits typically are looking for really big donors. So that is likely why we see them spending less on less on advertising. We saw the event fundraising spend actually a lot higher for the, this group than the average for all. So what you might gather from this is if you do rely a lot on major gift fundraising, you may not be spending as much on advertising as you would if you're selling tickets or something like that. And that carries through to thinking logically about how your nonprofit needs to deploy advertising dollars to find new audience, influence new people, and basically uh, and drive revenue or impact those two directions. Finding number seven, maybe an obvious one, but it takes people to run ads. The question is, how many? What did you find, Cubby? Yes, surprise, you do need people to run advertising. Even though it may seem like a passive form of marketing, it does take some people to do it. So this was another way of considering another metric related to organization size. We came up with the number five here. So it takes at least five employees to run ads. The way we came to this conclusion was we created a table and you can see this in the... When you say five, five total employees, like overall Five employees. employees. At least five total employees. Yes. So if you look at the report, you'll see we put a table together and essentially clustered these organizations by groups of how many employees they have. When you have, when the nonprofits in this study had less than five employees, the median advertising spend was only 0.53 thousand. Um, when you get to the range of five to nine employees, there's a big jump to 2.31 thousand. That's a 335.8% increase in advertising spend from less than five to five to nine. The groups after that are much more stable in terms of the percent increase. That was really the biggest jump there was going from less than five employees to that five to nine range. So what we might conclude from this is it does take some people to run ads. It doesn't mean that smaller nonprofits can't do advertising, but if we're talking about benchmarks, what we're seeing in the data here is that when you hit that five employee marker, it seems that you're more likely to spend on advertising 
than those with a much smaller team size of less than five. Yeah. And there's some extra interesting points here, which I encourage folks to go to wholewhale.com slash advertising to take a look at how many employees you have and where you fall here, because you also are showing the average revenue. And for some of these, it's kind of curious that the average revenue doesn't increase as much as the uh, the different median spend. So some interesting findings just to tease you with to go and find. Moving to the end, you know, how does this get you to like how much to spend on ads? And, you know, from, from one perspective, from where we sit, ads are an incredibly powerful way, an incredibly powerful way to reach an audience that's not already on your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email list. Preaching to the choir, so to speak, is good in some arenas where you're maybe trying to raise more funds and deepen engagement. But at a certain point, you need to find a new audience. And I'd say we have a a bias toward what do the data say? We have a bias toward running ads uh, because the truth is, I think, the worlds of Facebook, uh, Instagram, and many others are less of a social media platform for nonprofits and more of an advertising platform, which is fine if you know the game you're playing. I don't know, though. Uh, What other macro takeaways, uh, Samin, did you have after going through these data and and finding some of these insights or anything that maybe didn't make the cutting floor for you? I mean, besides the fact that organizations want to make sure that they're being very strategic with the advertising money. They don't have to be lavish with it. They just need to be very strategic with those benchmarks. And hopefully this tool will be a good start for them. Um, The other thing that I found interesting is that I think organizations really need to keep up with the trends. What we see is that annual spending on digital advertising is increasing in both for-profit and non-profit sectors. And, um, Statistica actually reported that digital uh, advertising expenditures in the United States is going to increase more than 100% between 2019 and 2024. When organizations are benchmarking annual um, advertising budget, they want to um, look at organizations of similar revenue category mission that they're serving, size, and um, their age and then benchmark their advertising budget against the median spend of those organizations. So really keeping up with the trend is key here. Yeah, I like that sort of look at the the ridiculous growth in the for-profit sector of digital advertising spend asterisk. And, you know, we have a lot of notes in our methodology and appendix that we won't bore you with, but we're also aware that just because it's a line item in marketing and promotion, advertising and promotion, uh, that money could technically be spent on, you know, a, a number of different promotional activities for nonprofits. Uh, so, you know, we're aware of that. However, also looking at it as a, a macro investment of reaching outside your existing audience and disproportionately the industry is on digital ad spends uh, moving that way. And and frankly, if it's if it's helping somebody, you know, sell more watches, shoes, and hotel rooms overnight, there's a reason they're using that tactic. And the same way that I think it should pique curiosity in your nonprofit about how you could be using that to deepen income uh, or impact. Kobe, any hot takes on post-survey analysis? You know, I feel like we covered most of the hot takes, but 
What I will say. Cold takes. You got a cold take. Cold takes. Um, what I will say is the reason that we wanted this to be accessible is that this could really come in handy when it comes to actually creating that advertising budget. And we put this all in our interactive data studio dashboard, like Samin was saying to look at. You can filter by how many employees your nonprofit has. You can look at your type of organization. You can look at your revenue spend and get a really good idea. We can't necessarily tell you that data tells you you should do something, but it can tell you how other nonprofits are spending in a way that could be really helpful when it comes time to make that budget and present it to your board of directors to have data from 7,000 plus other nonprofits in terms of how much they're spending. Uh, that I think would really come in handy when it comes to writing that number down for this is how much we're planning to spend on advertising in the next year. A great point to end on that. It will hopefully help make the case beyond just N of one. My gut tells me, I feel like I saw this on something on the internet that we should do this. It will give you another data point, which is not just uh, an opinion, but actually saying like, this is what the industry is doing around us. I get very nervous when I hear one person's opinion, when I just see one organization being like, well, this is kind of a competitor of ours. And what do they say? They don't spend on ads. Okay, well, we won't either, or they do, or this much. Uh, this is, you know, as best we could, looking at a large population of representative information that then hopefully lets you make a little bit of a data-informed decision as you go into your 2022 budgeting and planning we hope this was helpful and also thank you kobe thank you samin like i can tell you ooh, a lot of work went into this so uh do check it out thanks for having us thank you again wholewhale.com slash advertising is where you can find it and show notes will have those links as well this has been using the whole whale podcast if you want to keep learning more about these topics and others, head on over to wholewhale.com university to keep learning with us. Thanks as always to gregthomasmusic.org for his tunes that underwrite our tracks. They're fantastic. Hope you're doing well, Greg. And just a reminder, subscribes really help us on any platform that you listen to us on. Please give a thought to click and subscribe and maybe even a comment because we like hearing from you. 